Hi Divas, welcome to Postmodern Girl. I'm very excited that I've started this podcast. It has been something that I've dreamt about for a very long time. Every time I talk to myself, which is every day, multiple times a day, I think, God damn it, I need to start a podcast. I have way too many conversations with myself, way too many deep thoughts that I just need to get out and share with people. Like, I think that people would actually benefit from hearing my conversations. Okay, that sounds really up my own ass, but I like talking to people. I'm an introvert, so that's kind of a contradiction, but I like having deep, philosophical, highly intellectual conversations about life, about politics, just about changing the world. Now I know it sounds so cringy, like, I'm gonna change the world. But the world needs changing. Like, we are not in a good position. I am recording this podcast a day after the UN issued um, the Code Red climate warning, which it is about time. Like, we cannot, we cannot continue. I don't know why it hasn't been issued before, and I don't know why the government now is springing into action. It's kind of like they literally waited until last minute. They waited until they they couldn't carry on. Anyway, so yeah, I had I started this podcast because I think a lot, probably way too much, and I have a lot to share. I'm trying to navigate this strange, confusing time that is pre-adulthood. I'm 17 and three months, and I'm going to be 18 next year, and I'm 17 and three months. I'm going to be 18 next year. And I feel grown up, but I don't feel quite ready for adulthood. Like, my friends are turning 18 and I still can't comprehend that. I'm going into my final year of secondary school, which just blows my mind because I seriously feel like I've just entered year seven. And all this, like, university applications, learning to drive. I just, a few hours ago, I passed my driving theory test, which I'm so pleased about. But it's just entering this new territory, which I think so many people struggle with and so many people do get lost. I am very passionate about politics. I'm looking to do a course in either international relations or European politics when I go to university. So I'm not going to limit myself to what I talk about on this podcast, but do expect that there will be a lot of politics. I think it's very important for young people to know about politics. And a lot of the time, the system just seems against us, which from conversations I've had with friends, it turns people off from even trying to learn about politics. So I really hope that I can educate people in a really simple way so that they can finally understand how they can make politics work for them and that politics is really important and that we are the most important generation to care about politics. There's a lot of responsibility that we need to take on and I think a lot of us just, it overwhelms us. So I would like to share some of the wisdom I have on this. I'm not gonna claim that I am an expert because I'm going through the exact same thing, but I want to cover things in the media that I deem are quite important to know about and provide a more reassuring take on current affairs, explain them to you in a better way. Because the age that we live in, media is so misleading, it is so confusing. We consume so much of it. And a lot of it is overwhelming. We don't know what to trust. 
I'm not too sure why I chose the name Postmodern Girl. I think it describes the period of my life perfectly. I'm in between an adult and a, ch and a child. And it's kind of confusing. Basically, this podcast is going to be me picking apart my brain and just a good old ramble. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Make sure to follow my Instagram at AffirmingLily. I post wellness and food-related content and it is literally my baby. I love it so much. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see where this podcast takes me. It's going to be a little passion project. Okay, so for this first episode, I am going to be reflecting on lockdown i'm going to talk about where i was before lockdown and then how i've got to where i am now so i went into lockdown 15 and a half life was probably the worst it had been ever not ever but so far in my life i'd gone through some how do i say this not <laughs> I was having a hard time with friends and I think everybody goes through this phase, phase, I think that everybody goes through this phase in secondary school, in primary school, multiple times probably. I think people make out that some people just have such an easy time at secondary school but I think it really does go in phases. Anyway, so I'm going to backtrack to December 2019. This is when things kind of started to go downhill. And this is why, for me, lockdown was a blessing. I feel privileged to say that it was a blessing. Because I know for many people, it was not. It was really hard financially. And it still is. Like, we still haven't recovered. We've only just come out of lockdown. I know people lost people. I feel really privileged not to have lost anyone close to me to coronavirus or that I haven't been negatively impacted with it, by it, sorry. It's, I feel like I've got off really, really lucky. Really grateful for that because I know people who it has affected. So, December. I am going back way, way so far. I'm literally giving you my life history. Okay, bear with me. I left the synchro, so I do, oh my God. I left the synchronized skating team of my dreams like this team I'd wanted to be part of for so long I looked up to them for so long they trained at my rink and I was so I was so excited to join them I'd finally reached the right level the right age I was the youngest in that team which I was so proud of I was so proud that I had made it to that team at age 14 when most other people had joined like 16 17 18 I was really proud of myself so I joined this team. I thought, this is amazing. This is going to be great. I've made it to the team, like the team of my dreams. We have a shot of becoming British champions. I have a one in three chance of going to world, the world championships. Sadly, this did not go the way I planned. People left. So many people left. Nobody started turning up. Sessions were being cancelled. It got to the point where I was the only person turning up. It did not go the way I planned. So 
after about three months of this happening continuously and I was getting so upset by it, I decided to leave because literally no one was turning up. Oh, and I'd also left my other synchro team at the same rank. I was at two. One was like a lower level, one was the, my dream one was a high level. I'd left the lower level one because the team was not challenging me anymore. I, I was fed up with it, so I left. At this time, I had zero motivation for skating. I would turn up to my individual lessons and I would just cry. I wouldn't want to do it. So this was around Christmas time. Then just after I'd left all my synchro teams, I also had stuff going on with friends. Anyway, so that all happened and I got seasonal depression. I wasn't eating very well. I was not motivated at all. I literally was crying every day up until Christmas day. I managed to be okay. Things sort of sorted themselves out around Christmas time, like Christmas day. Christmas Day between New Year was a fine period for me, but then New Year, things happened and I was sad again. All this time, I'm revising for my GCSEs, I'm working really hard, I'm kind of burning out. GCSEs are really stressful, I was doing food tech, which was ridiculously stressful, I was doing drama. I didn't feel like I had any friends at the time. People were all in their friendship groups. We had a massive, massive friendship group at school. It was literally like 20 people. But everyone had their groups within the groups. And I didn't. I didn't feel like I had that group from the group. So I felt really isolated. I felt the odd one out. That nobody liked me. It was a really confusing time. And I kind of hated who I was. I didn't like how individual I was. I didn't like how driven I was. I thought that that was really bad. Anyway. So then in February... I joined a new synchro team which is literally one of the best decisions I've ever made so I finally got motivation with my skating again I was super super excited they just won the British Championships I was over the moon like I'd got in I was so excited um so when was this February 2020 yeah but I was still really struggling with my friends GCSEs were approaching and then all of a sudden there's this rumour about coronavirus and we're like what is this like oh we'll be fine like I remember talking to my parents about it and they were like oh no no okay okay here we go it all like it was so like chill oh and I think that I I'm pretty sure that I got coronavirus in February like the February 2020 because the whole of the half term oh I have a funny story about this the whole of the half term I was wiped out completely like I couldn't taste anything I could not move I was sleeping all day I was yeah it was not fun I was had no absolutely no energy so ill like I'd not felt that ill in so long the whole of the half term anyway when we got back to half term this is when all the stuff about like the different um was it zones yeah, it was like a green zone. No, it was like a zone one, zone two. Anyway, something in Italy where people had come back from northern Italy, everyone was skiing holidays, suddenly had to quarantine. And there was this girl in my friendship group and in our school who then, she got nicknamed, um, I'm not actually going to say her name, she got a nickname about, like, to do with coronavirus. Um, her name began with a C, so she was known as Corona. I'm not going to say the name. I'll, I'll use Catherine instead. She was, she was known as Corona Catherine. And um, so basically, 
what happened was she'd been um on holiday to northern Italy skiing and she'd gone with another girl who had to isolate I think she got a cold I don't think she got coronavirus because but well maybe she did but the testing was not good at that point like people were still like what the hell is this so there were rumors she told us actually that this girl had gone to isolation that she'd gone on holiday with so we were all like oh my god like this whole joke well it was half a joke but half people believed it that this girl also had coronavirus and we were like why aren't you getting yourself tested like and she was saying that she was getting i don't know she was saying that she was getting herself tested but we you know it was kind of like we were all making a joke anyway she got nicknamed corona catherine and literally everyone in the school knew about her and what had started off as this joke literally turned into like to a full-blown people were scared anyway but what was what i find funny about this is that we were all trying to stay away from her when i'm pretty sure that i had coronavirus and like a few of my friends had coronavirus in that half term so it's funny that we were all just like carrying on like chill but she who probably didn't actually have it we were trying to stay away of anyway then obviously it's literally a a week before the easter holidays uh, a week before one of my drama GCSEs and we go into lockdown. And now I actually had to miss our, la- our last day of school, what was, you know, our last day of school in the end. Um, so basically my leavers, because I was year 11, I had to miss because my dad had what well, we think got coronavirus. So my mum was like, you're not going in. I came home on the Wednesday um, and we'd all sort of like, Loki agreed in school that this was going to be our last week or we were going to go into some kind of oh we all thought we were going to go into two weeks of lockdown okay that never happened as we know um the year seven to nines had been sent home that Wednesday I came home from school on Wednesday I just had a drama rehearsal and the funny thing is we did nothing in that drama rehearsal because we knew we knew that our exam was going to be cancelled all the teachers were like, yeah, we don't know, but we do know. I came home and mum's like, you're not going to go in tomorrow. Your dad's like wiped out. We think he's, you know, he's literally out. So regardless of whether it was going to be two weeks or not, I was, I was not going in. And then that evening, Boris was like, GCC's are cancelled. Yeah. he Oh yeah. He just said GCC's are cancelled. Oh, and hospitality is shutting so I was like okay well I can't go there any I can't go anywhere anyway so that's fine I started lockdown before everyone else so I didn't get a leavers I did not get leavers I didn't get to sign my shirts I didn't get whatever but to be honest they didn't really do much I literally spent the next two days crying like I would crying non-stop because one I was sad about not having my leavers and two I think it was the relief the relief that finally year 11 was over, that finally all my stress and my sadness would probably come to an end. I was so relieved that I didn't have to see certain people ever again. I was going to have a fresh start in sixth form. I was so happy. And the next few months, it just gave me time to concentrate on myself reach out to the people that I actually want to be friends with, the people that make me happy. There was no more friendship groups that would exclude me or that would make me unhappy. Oh yeah, I made quite a few new friends actually. 
in all of the lockdowns, I've made quite a few friends. How many did we have? We had about three in the end. So in the first lockdown, I made friends with two of my cousin's friends, actually. We, in the most unlikely of ways, became a friendship group. We used to play Fortnite till like 1am in lockdown and we just became this like really tight group. So I was already really happy because I'd made a friendship group. I was in a friendship group. And that sounds really bad, like that I'm overjoyed just about being in a friendship group, but I had been so lonely since December. And I was like, finally, I actually feel like I fit in. It gave me a lot of time to think. And, you know, I thought about what I actually really want in life. And that I, I, I like who I am. I am confident in the person that I am and the person that I want to be. And I know that that's different to a lot of other people, but I'm okay with that. I am okay with being my individual. Lockdown literally saved me. I don't know where I would be right now or the rest of year 11 if that hadn't have happened. I actually really enjoyed the Christmas that I had. I mean, it was so much better than last year because I wasn't crying every day. Um, so that was nice. Um, even though I didn't get to see my family, but me and my mum and my dad, we had a really wholesome Christmas. It was really, really nice. Um, and I FaceTimed my friends and yeah, it was cute. I really enjoyed it, but I'm not sure if I want to do it again, but it, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Lockdown was a blessing. I don't want it to go on by, okay, by November, I was getting really annoyed. I was like, I cannot, this cannot go on. But then I think in January, I was like, right, instead of being really mad at the situation, how can I make the most out of this? And I think I really did make the most out of it. And I think I really did make the most out of it. And that is what I was trying to learn. I was just trying to shift my mindset. And I think that's a really important thing that you are able to change your mindset and think in a positive way when things don't go your way or when you know life throws hurdles at you it's the way that you perceive things you have a choice how you perceive things and if you choose to perceive something in a in a good way in a positive way you will get a positive outcome it's it's a fact it's a fact of life during 2021 i was like i am gonna start manifesting i'm gonna start you know dabbling in spirituality find out what this is all about I want to be my highest self and that was literally one of the best decisions I'd ever made I started meditating I started journaling I started reading so much more I started listening to my intuition thinking about finding out the things that make me genuinely happy I really concentrate on my health nourishing my body in the best way possible I had a lot of realizations about body image about society's expectations I really learned to live my life for myself and not for anybody else I learned that I don't need to prove anything that I should just do what makes me happy and if that annoys other people if that doesn't if people other people don't like that then so what I'm not living my life through anybody else. I am not trying to impress anybody else. I'm just trying to 
live my life for myself. I'm just trying to live a life of fulfillment and happiness. I think I went into lockdown thinking that the world was a really scary place and that I wasn't capable of doing so many things. But now I have come out of lockdown knowing that I have a piece to play in the creation of my reality and that education and educating yourself on topics on the world is so important and that they can help you so much with navigating yourself through the world. I think that the world is only as scary as you make it to be, as you choose it to be. I hope you enjoyed my little isolation story. I hope you can maybe relate, maybe you went through the same sort of realisation or maybe you're going through this realisation now or you're trying to go through a realisation but I think it all happens at different stages to us and realisation and action can only come through your own motivation. You can, other people can tell you that you need to do this and that, that you need to be individual, that you need to start ignoring the media, well social media sorry and what people say to you but it can only come from yourself it can only come from realization and I think definitely I went through that self-realization people had always told me popularity doesn't matter people's opinions don't matter but it kind of it never worked for me before but it finally did and I'm glad it did because it's so relieving it's so refreshing to know that actually nothing does matter apart from reversing climate change that really does matter and peace and human rights do matter but trivial things like popularity like getting a stars it doesn't matter the only thing that matters is that you are happy and you are living your life for yourself that is what matters and yeah, that brings me pretty much to where I am now. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this and I'm looking forward to recording future episodes. Yeah, have a lovely week. Bye.